0: what's up everybody welcome to the first episode of punched in the mouth it's me adrian your homie if you're listening to this is because i told you i've been wanting to do this and i just haven't gotten started but today is the day i get started today is actually the two-year anniversary since khabib and connor fought no i did not plan it this way it just ended up happening that today i told myself to stop messing around and just sit down and do this, but I didn't plan it. Anyway, today we're gonna to talk about Covington versus Woodley, and how dominant did Covington look in that fight? He looked amazing. Now a lot of people are gonna say it's not the Woodley that fought Darren Hill. It's not the Woodley. That fought Damian Maya, or that was the welterweight king that knocked out Robbie Lawler within the first minute of their fight. Sure, he wasn't all of that, but he he can't take away from what he has done in the sport. And just because after he fought Usman, for whatever reason, he fell off the wagon. I don't know if Usman did something to him that he just stopped believing in himself or his body just physically can't anymore or if he has too much going on outside of fighting to really focus on fighting the way he used to fight i honestly don't know the only one that knows is him he has said that he's not done fighting after the colby covington fight that he's gonna keep fighting even covington I said that he should keep fighting because he was a very good and dominant champion and he was the man during his time as champion but it's just that he ran into him so we will see what's next for Woodley what I would honestly like to see him do is either move up or take time away like similar to what Chad Mendes did Chad instead of announcing retirement right away after the fight he had with Volkanovsky He took time to make sure that's really what he wanted to do. And he decided that that was best for him to just retire. So I would like to see him take time away. Really think about what he would want to do. Retire or move up and try to make a run at the middleweight division. Even though Izzy's the king of that division. So it'll be hard to get the title off of that guy. Let's go starting with the first fight of the night, Kevin Holland versus Darren Stewart. Kevin Holland's the man. Like, that fight was weird for him, but that dude is the truth. He's going to need a few more fights to really show what he's about. I think he was hurt going into that fight. If you guys saw, he had knee sleeves on and he, the way he was punching isn't really how he usually fights but th- I think this was his third fight within a couple months because he fought on one of the Florida cards and then he was going to fight I forgot who the main event for that was. He was going to fight but his opponent as they were walking out passed out so he couldn't fight so that's why he was rebooked for the Kobe Covington Tyrone Woodley fight but he fought kind of awkward. I Honestly, for his next fight, I would want to see him fight Danny Rodriguez because they were scheduled to fight, but Kevin got hurt in the, leading up to that fight. So that's a fight I would like to see them rebook. For Darren Stewart, is just get back in there and get another win because he's a really good fighter. He was actually turning the tide. Against Kevin, it was just a little too late because I believe one judge even gave a 10-8. The commentary team believed that it was going to be 10-8, but Kevin just won the first two rounds decisively, which ultimately gave him the win. So Kevin versus D-Rod is something I would like to see in the near future, possibly in December or early next year. I know they would like to throw down. It'd be a good fight. Mackenzie Dern showed why there's levels to jujitsu. I mean, her jujitsu is off the charts. I believe she is probably the best female jujitsu artist in the UFC right now. Because I don't see anybody up to par with her on the ground. Like you would need a good wrestler like Tatiana Suarez, which will be a good fight down the line It's obviously not gonna be next for Mackenzie because she believes I, I believe she's ranked number 11 Where is it? Where is it? Hold on? Hold on Where is she at? She's ranked number 14 so I think her and Amanda Ribas would be a good fight. Amanda Ribas is coming off that big win over Paige Van Zandt, which was Paige Van Zandt's last fight on her contract. So that'd be a good fight. Two Brazilians going at it. If not Amanda Ribas, I would like to see her against Tisha Torres. That'd be another good fight. Cause everybody else seems booked at this point. Nina Antonov, I don't think, is gonna be fighting anytime soon. Joanna would probably be next for Tatiana if they fight. I believe Jessica Andraj moved up to 125. So, yeah, that, that'd be a one I want to see for her. Mackenzie versus Rebus is what I'm shooting for. Johnny Walker, my boy, Johnny Walker. I don't know what happened to that guy's chin, man. He used to be able to take a shot, like it just disappeared after Corey Anderson took him out. But he did look he looked great. Like he did get rocked and hit, but he looked very composed. He had John Kavanaugh in his corner. So I believe SBG Ireland is gonna be his home for a while. He looked great. I think for him next, he should do the Nikita Krilov rematch. If not that, I'm trying to find the rankings that I had just had them and I lost them. He should do the Nikita Krilov. He could fight Anthony Smith or Vulcan Ozdemir. He's ranked number nine at this point. Anthony Smith is number seven. Vulcan is number six. He could even fight Jiri. Oh, shot up. I believe that's how you say his name. Who's number five. Any one of those matches would be good. I want to see him do the Nikita Krylov rematch. Because that fight was in Brazil. And I don't know. Johnny didn't look right to me. I think he could have a much better performance against him. If not, I would like to see him go up against Smith or Uzdemir. Because they're coming off losses. But yet... They're still higher ranked than he is, whereas Pro Shaka is coming off of a win. But above him is Alexander Rackage, Glover Teixeira, Dominic Reyes, Thiago Santos. Glover and Thiago are set to throw down in November. They were supposed to throw down a week before the Covington-Woodley fight, but... Glover tested positive, and then they were supposed to throw down this past weekend for the homes Reina fight, but then Santos tested positive for COVID. COVID's ruined everything, bro. Like, it ruined Khabib versus Tony for the fifth time. I can't go out of my house, which I'm going crazy over. I miss all my friends. But I'm not trying to personalize it. I'm just saying COVID ruins everything. Really good thing to come out of COVID, well, one of the one of the many good things, because a lot of good things have come out of COVID, such as people, not everybody losing their jobs. But one of the good things to come out of COVID was Fight Island, the mystique around it. Although the mystique somewhat went away when I figured out, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but at least for me, when I found out that it's where... Damien Maya versus Anderson Silva took place, but they were calling it Fight Island, so It made it seem like it gave it a Mortal Kombat-esque vibe and For me personally, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it gave it a Mortal Kombat-esque vibe Who was after? Oh, Donald Cerrone and Nico Price. It was a good fight. It was a good fight I I don't understand why Nico was celebrating a draw, because you're going in there to win. It was a good fight. I believe he celebrated it because it was Cowboy and the respect he has for Cowboy, and they'll probably run it back. But the only reason that fight was a draw, let's be honest, was because Nico... Kept poking him in the eye. If Nico doesn't poke him in the eye, Nico clearly won that fight. But Cowboy looked good. A lot of people were saying if Nico was going to win the fight, it was going to be early because Cowboy has a tendency to be a slow starter. So you catch him early like Connor did, like Dos Años did, or you fluster him like Nate Diaz did. But all in all, you can never say Cowboy was out of the fight because he wasn't. But... That fight, Nico clearly won that fight without that foul. The main event, Colby absolutely dominated from bell to bell. Like, I don't understand. I get what Colby does upsets a lot of people, and it's very annoying and stuff like that. But, like, if you can separate how, like, he makes you feel by what he says... And just view his fighting skill, you realize that this dude is a threat to everybody. He's such a threat that he said after Hamza Chimaev, who I completely skipped over right now, and I'm looking at my notes, I'll get to him in a second. He called out Hamza Chimaev and said that if Hamza could get a couple more wins, he'll fight him. and like a lot of people at this point aren't clamoring to do that just because of what Hamza has been able to do up to this point like nobody's been able to hit him in his last three fights and his last three fights have have taken place within a span of three months like he hasn't gotten hit so Kobe win Kobe won in dominating fashion he won by TKO fifth round because of a I, want, I don't know if it was broken or a popped rib, but I want to say it was broken because at the end of the fight, Tyron was screaming in pain. So what's next for Colby? From what I'm hearing, the rumors are that he's going to fight Jorge Masvidal in January or December because I guess they couldn't come to terms with Nate. So they want to do Colby versus Masvidal. I believe it's going to be in December because they recently said that Usman and Burns are no longer going to fight in December. They're going to fight either in January or February. So that December card might be open for Masvidal and Covington to fight. I don't know if it'll be a pay-per-view because that fight's too big not to be. But the UFC has this weird thing of not putting big fights over title fights, even though they did it with Nate, the first Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor fight. But after that, they just refused to do it. So I don't know if it'll be like when Jorge fought Nate, that they'll just stack the card with good fights, but no title fights. Or if they'll put like a title fight and then they'll be the main event for that card because that fight is too big not to be pay-per-view. And at the very least, it has to be a co-main event. Now let's talk about Hamza Shemaev. First of all, my uncle, he's not invited on the train. I try to let him on, but he just doesn't want to buy into the dude. So Eddie, you're not invited. Sorry, bro. My boy Keith, he's invited, cause Keith is the only one that ever believes anything I ever say. But everybody else, don't even try to get on the train, bro. Like, I might not let you on. Like, I'm kind of mad that nobody wants to believe me that this guy is going to be double champ by this time next year. Look, what time is it? It's 10 o'clock at night on October 6th, 2020. If By Halloween, this guy isn't at least a single champion. Refer back to this and you can say, Adrian, you were wrong. Hamza Chimaev is not champion if he's not champion within the middleweight or welterweight division by Halloween of next year, I can't say anything to anybody that brings this up to me, That saying that I was on this guy, I was on the train, I wasn't letting anybody on, that's fine, you can tell me all you want, but I guarantee you by this time, Halloween of 2021, Hamza Chimaia will be either the middleweight or welterweight champion. With the UFC. If not, he'll have champ champ status in both divisions. By the way, this guy fights. He'll be top 10 in one of the divisions by the end of this year. He is going to fight one more time. They have confirmed he is going to fight one more time in December in the main event, five rounds. And I believe it's going to be a fight night card. And the rumor is he's either going to fight Damian Maya or Even Wonderboy Thompson, but I would have much rather seen him fight um, because he's not even in the top 15. He should be, but he's not. I would have much either seen him fight either Neil Neil Magni or Vicente Luque, either because those guys are tied for 10 on the website. one of them's 10 and one of them should be 11 because Jeff Neal goes to 12 and then it's Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz isn't going to fight him. Anthony Perez I believe is fighting at lightweight and then Robbie Lawler is scheduled to fight Mike Perry in November. So I believe his next fight should have been either Neal Magny or Vicente Luque. Neal Magny was actually pushing for the fight but I think Hamza is just too big at this point to fight one of those guys. And I think that's why they're trying to push him to fight a higher opponent like Damian Meyer or Steven Thompson. But I have seen that experiment fail before with Darren Till. He made it all the way to the belt and then fell off and then had a couple losses. But then he moved up and waited and he did. He's doing a lot better now. He could actually take a hit. All right, guys, this concludes the first episode. It's a short one because all these fights already happened. But I'll see you guys next time. I'm going to do episode two right now. So if it all comes, sounds like it's coming back to back to back, it's because it is. All right. Have a good day, guys. I'll see you later.